Momo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hey folks, this is Simo, and welcome to our Thong Slappers short story series that we call To The 60. In episode 10, Redmond takes us back to his misspent youth and gives us a story he simply titles Darwin. Hope you enjoy. Around 1995, Dr. Phil and myself chucked our toolboxes and dogs and bikes in the back of his Hilux and went off on an adventure. This is one of the yarns from there. I don't know how to quite compartmentalize. I could just tell the entire yarn in about a 16 hour stint, but I think I'll just do it. This is one particular adventure, misadventure that we had. Begin. I've just called it Darwin, written by Redmond. Begin. I'd finish a shutdown at Range Uranium Mine Kakadu and return to Humpty Doo to drink my check. Took me about a fortnight to dry up the check. The oil rig shutdown was still a few months away, so I'll be needing some drinking silver. Dr. Phil was working at a gearbox factory, so I got a lift into the industrial area one morning with him, wearing my cleanest dirty shirt and my steel cap boots. This was job hunting before Seek, or before the laptop. I walked into a certain workshop at the 11 mile industrial areas. I see he had lots of machinery. I told the correct lies, and the owner ran me straight back to Humpty Doo to get my toolbox for an immediate start. All was good for a couple of weeks. It was a complete shit show. Filthy workshop, shit gear, no tools, and a big cold beer fridge for the end of the day. I liked it. Rough and busy, but plenty of overtime, and near enough was good enough. Good enough is fucking perfect. Around the third week, I figured out the other couple of mechanics on 16 bucks an hour, and I was only on 14 an hour. Better get in and sort this out. Two bucks is a can of twoies, and back then, I was a can of twoies an hour better off. The old fellow that owned the place was about 50 years of age and about 6 foot 4 and 130 kilos. Big, copper-looking, moustached guy with sun-scarred, pumpkin-sized head. I was putting an engine together one over and he walked out to give me some parts. I hit him up for my 16 bucks an hour. He grunted and said, nah, you're not even worth 14. I immediately splinter. I just see the red mist. I start roaring at him and calling 10 different sorts of cunts. He fires up and somehow we end up in the car park. I was about 22 years old, 6 foot, 110 kilos and half handy, I thought. I lit him up with a good solid left jab that somehow he brushed off and it only really clipped his ear. It surprised me that it missed. The real surprise came when his reply was a right hard fist caught me right above the left eye. I've still got the scar. I went down hard, but I bounced back up and I caught him with a decent left to his jaw. Again, it did not even bother him. Again, he sat me with a good straight short shot to my chest. Two punches, two knocks down. I was fucked. So I'm on the ground in the car park with split eye, winded, bruised chest, and I'd learned a lot in the past 45 seconds, mainly to stay the fuck down. Pratty stormed off and went, and the crowd went back to work. I had a little rest for about 10 minutes on the ground. Got up, went in the toilet and washed up. Got a can of coke out of the fridge and went back to the engine I was working on, figuring 14 bucks an hour is not a bad rate. About an hour later, the big fella comes back into the workshop and he looked quite surprised to see me still working on the engine. He storms over. What are you doing, he barks. I'm like, finishing this fucking engine, duh. He questions me, what, you're not quitting? I reply, nah, just because I've got a flog and I ain't walking away. 14 bucks an hour is fine. I'm in the wrong. I kept working, but he wouldn't let it be. He strolls over and offers me a handshake and says that he respects the fact that I'm saying. The very next pay packet I got was 16 bucks an hour. I had to play with blood and bruises, but I got my extra beer money. So the yarn doesn't end there. Dr. Phil used to drop me off of the morning on his way to work, but it always finished late, so getting home was a hassle. Hitchhike, bludge a lift, jog, 
Eventually, I bought a cheap mountain bike for the 30-odd kilometres ride home of an evening. No matter how drunk I got at the workshop, I was sober by the time I pedalled home in that tropical heat. By this time, I'd become pretty good mates with the old owner. He was actually a pretty good fella. And in return, I dodged up and flogged and bashed and welded his rooted gear back to service. He dragged his daughter's old Mazda wagon out of the long grass and told me I could have it if I tidied it up and whacked some rego on it. My interpretation was, screw on some old number plates, fill it to overflowing with dead beer cans and KFC boxes. After a fortnight, he gave me a tune-up for not rego on it. He took the number plate, the dodgy number plates off it and told me I could use his trade plate for the next couple of days until payday, then whack three months rego on it. A fortnight later, I was still driving on the pay, trade plate, parking it well away from the car park. Going to work one morning, a copper pulls me over and tells me he sees me every day on the trade plate. If he sees me tomorrow with the trade plate, he's keeping the plate. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Big fella be wrapped if I lose his trade plate. So I went and had a yarn to him and he actually laughed. He sent his secretary to the Department of Transport and he put three months red gel on it for me. So to celebrate my newfound legal Mazda status, that evening was Friday and payday. We lived on 100 bush acres, so we had a barbecue and piss up to celebrate. Dr. Phil got in the wagon, thrashed the piss out of it and blew it up. Fuck Pratty was wrapped Monday morning when I turned up on my mountain bike. Rightio, that's it from us this week, but be sure to check out episode 16 of our regular Thong Slappers podcast, which will be out next week. And if you need to get in contact with us, don't forget, best to follow us on Instagram at the Thong Slappers or flick us an email, thongslappers at optusnet.com.au. Thanks.